Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Amen, amen, amen. The song simply says he's a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That is who you are. And I don't know about you on tonight, but at some point in my life, some point along uh, this journey, I have found him to be a way maker a miracle worker, a promise keeper, all of that that I've needed him to be, I have found uh, in him. And I'm grateful um, to God on tonight that he is exactly who he said he is. And he um, has been exactly what um, I've needed him to be. And I'm grateful uh, to God just for being God in um my life and over my life. Truly, God is an amazing God. David said, um, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. We may not be in a physical uh, building on tonight, but um, the word of God lets us to know that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost, and he dwells deep down on the inside. So wherever you may be uh, at this very moment in time of uh, this evening, amen, the Spirit of the Lord is dwelling right with you, amen. So we are excited um, about being um, in this venue, in this atmosphere once more and again on tonight. We welcome you uh, to another edition <clears throat> of Fresh Fire Sunday Night Live. I am your host and the visionary, Prophet B.K. Thompson. We are grateful uh, to God for all that he has done, for all that he is doing, and for the things he is 
getting ready to do on tonight. I am excited. Um, I give God glory. I give God praise. Um, As the old song says, simply because the enemy did not triumph. Amen. I have a yet praise uh, deep down on the inside, and I bless the name of God on tonight just for uh, all that he is, not for not an, an, not for the simple fact uh, merely because of uh, what he's done, but just simply who he is. Sometimes we forget to bless the name of the Lord for the things uh, that he has done. And we always... Uh, we 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 simply forget to bless him for who he is, and um, instead of for the things he's done, and 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 tonight I bless him uh, just for who he is. I bless him just for being God. I bless him for being uh, my Alpha and Omega, my beginning and the end, my first and the last. I bless him on tonight. I don't know what you come to do, Amen. But I didn't come just for. Amen. Another conference call setting. I didn't come on tonight, amen, just to see who was going to be on the line. I didn't come, amen, for another social gathering. But as I always tell our people, we come, amen, for a divine encounter with the presence of the Lord. And I pray tonight that you came, amen, with an expectation, with an anticipation, amen, to hear what heaven has to say on tonight. Because if you begin to pull, amen, on heaven and you begin to, amen, reach up and 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 literally pull, amen, and latch hold to the horns of the altar, amen, there is a release, glory be to God, that the Holy Ghost wants to release, amen, in your life on tonight. All you have to do is make yourself available, open, amen, and ready to receive. And I guarantee you that you won't leave this line the same way that you came, amen. I do believe in my spirit. We have a very capable and well-able man of God that is coming to deliver unto us what the Spirit of the Lord has given unto him for such a time as this, amen. And so tonight I'm excited. I pray, amen, that you all came ready to hear from the throne room of heaven, amen, ready to hear what it is that the Spirit of the Lord wants to release in this atmosphere. I feel a shifting. I feel a turning even now in my spirit, amen. We're getting ready to go into prayer, and then we're going to move forward and just let God have his way on tonight, amen. Let us look to the throne room of heaven. Father, in the name of of Jesus. Lord God, we come before your throne, God, once more and again, first and foremost, just to tell you thank you. God, we thank you, oh God, for this day. We thank you, oh God, for the blessings of the day. God, we thank you, oh God, for all that you have done, the things that you continue to do, God, and for the things, God, that you're about to manifest. God, we glorify you on tonight, God, just for who you are, oh God. We glorify you, oh God, just for being God in our lives, God, and God over our lives. Father, we thank you, oh God, for another opportunity that you afforded us, oh God, to come together in this atmosphere, in this venue, oh God, once more and again. God, we thank you on tonight, oh God, for your humble servants, oh God, that have gathered together, oh God, for no other reason but your kingdom.
kingdom to be glorified, your people to be edified in the kingdom of the enemy to be horrified. God, tonight we've come. God, as empty pictures got before a full fountain. God, this morning's anointing was fine. God, this morning's anointing was okay, God, but tonight we need to hear from heaven once more and again. God, touch us one more time. God, rest on us. Touch us once more and again. Bread of heaven, fill us till we want no more. God, allow a fresh anointing to flow in this place on tonight. We're believing you, God, for an uninhibited, unrestricted wave of glory to come in on tonight and to have your way. God, move by your power and by your spirit. Satan, we serve your notice even now. We bind the hand of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. We cast you into hell where you belong. You have no power. You have no authority. We decree and we declare victory over each and every individual that's connected to this call, whether it be by way of the internet, whether it be by way of the telephone and or cell phone. God, we thank you on tonight for allowing your anointing to to rest in every household represented. Father, I thank you, oh God, for the man of God that has come this night to decree and to declare what it is that you're saying from the throne room of heaven. God, use him like never before. Take Kenny out the way, oh God. Stand up on the inside, oh God. Talk to him. Speak to him, oh God, and he will talk to us. He will teach us, God. He will preach to us, God. He will prophesy, God, whatever it is that you would have him to do. God, let him, uh, God, go forth in a way that he's never gone forth before. We put a demand on the apostolic and the prophetic anointing. God, that you be glorified in this place. God, turn this place upside down. Say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. God, take out the way. God, be glorified tonight in the name of Jesus. Break up the fallow ground. Heal sick bodies. Deliver the captive right now in the name of Jesus. God, God, we believe you tonight. God, have your way. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we glorify you. God, let a fresh anointing. Rest from heart to heart and from breath to breath. God, we glorify you in this place. God, we're ready. God, to hear. We're ready to receive. God, we come, God, on tonight. God, and we say, have your way. Be the best one in the midst, oh God. God, we thank you. We glorify you for your anointing that we feel even now. God, bless those, oh God, that may even enter in. God, after this prayer has been prayed, God, cover them in the blood, shield them in your love. God, we thank you on tonight for what's about to transpire. God, when we leave this place, God, let us know for a surety that we've been in your presence. Let us know for a surety that we've been under your anointing. Let us know for a surety that we've rested under your shadow. Hallelujah. And will forever, O oh God, 
give your name the praise. We'll forever, oh God, give your name the glory. And we'll forever, oh God, bless your name and honor you for you're worthy of it all. In the mighty, matchless name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, amen, amen, and amen. Somebody on this line tonight, give God glory. In this place, come on, somebody bless the name of the Lord. I can't hear nobody saying nothing on here. Amen. I know folk ain't dead. I know folk ain't sleep. But I wish I had somebody that would give God glory. Hallelujah. Because he's worthy. Glory to your name, O God. I wish I had somebody that would magnify the name of the Lord. In order for you to receive something from the Spirit of the Lord, you've got to make a deposit. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Your word, your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. Yes, you are, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's nobody like you. Yes, you're Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's nobody. 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 Thank you, Father. Bless your name, Lord. There's nobody like you. There's nobody like you. There's nobody like you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's it. That's it, y'all. Jesus loves to hear the sound. Hallelujah, Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank
Hallelujah. Amen. Truly, we, 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 we bless the name of the Lord on tonight. Amen. We honor each and every one that is on the line. We honor every fivefold ministry gift that is represented. Amen. On tonight, we honor. Amen. Um, each and every one of you, there are uh, numerous states. Amen. That are uh, on the line tonight. Amen. Too many to uh, mention at this moment. But I do praise God for each and every last one of you, those of you uh, from the Fresh Fire Corps. I see you. God bless you. We love you. We thank God for you. Amen. God is an awesome God, and beside him there is none other. To everyone else, we thank God for you. We bless you. Amen. We glorify God for you taking time out to come. Amen. And to bless the name of the Lord with us on tonight. I feel glory in the room. The old saints would sing a song that said, From the crown of my head down under my feet, I feel glory in the room. I don't know what it is that God wants to do on tonight, but I'm ready and 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 anticipation of what it is, amen, that he wants to do because I have said uh, for the past, <clears throat> excuse me, for the past uh, 17, going on 18 years that I have been <clears throat> on talk to, amen, um, that this line is not about us, amen. Every time we come together, amen, we believe in letting the Holy Ghost have his way, amen. And, and, and those that have been with us since the inception, uh, we have some that are even on to even on the line tonight that have been with us since we since the very first call and um, since the inception, uh, just surrendering to the Holy Ghost. We have seen uh, folks saved on the line. We've had folk get the Holy Ghost over the call. We have uh, had um, people that had their vision affected by stroke. God opened their eyes right on the line. We've had so much take place um, down through the years that you can go back in the archives and just listen and be like, what in the world is going on on them calls? And so we just believe in letting go and letting God. This is not a this is not a talk show. This is just uh this is a worship experience over the phone. This is just coming together, letting loose, letting go and letting God have his way. And tonight we have a very uh, capable and well able uh, man of God in our uh, midst that I believe God has sent, Amen, with a right now word um, from from the Lord to release to the people of God. My, my people know me um, that I don't. Um, <clears throat> they know that I don't just call anybody on here to preach. Um, they know that I don't just let anybody come on here and minister. Um, if I call somebody on here um, to minister, then it's literally um, the unction of the Holy Ghost. Because even as in a church or even as in uh, the house of worship, I, I still treat this as the house of worship. I'm responsible uh, for those that come on and minister. And I just recently... Uh, met this awesome man of God and just <clears throat> talking to him about a week or so ago, just in just just in having conversation for the first time in midstream, 
<clears throat> the Holy Ghost that bring him on the line next Sunday. And I said, what? I said, okay, Lord, amen. Um, and so when I hear from the Holy Ghost, I, I, I instantly and I immediately adhere to the voice of the Lord. So I, so, so I know that there's something that heaven wants to say on tonight, and um, I pray that you're ready, amen, to receive uh, what God has for his people. Amen. Don't sit back trying to fill him out, trying to spectator. Who is he? Where is he from? It's not about that. Just hear the Holy Ghost speaking through him. Amen. I uh, just just being in his presence on Periscope and just talking to him. Amen. I know uh, for myself that, that, that he's one that God has chosen, anointed, and appointed for such a time as this. And if you came ready, you're going to receive what God has for you on tonight. Amen. All the way from the great city and state of Austin, Texas. Amen. He is the uh, founder of Web Ministries. Amen. Uh, getting ready to launch. Amen. Uh, his his uh, church. Amen. Uh, I, I think it's already launched. Amen. As a matter of fact, Hope Nation. Amen. Doing a phenomenal uh, work there in the city has an awesome conference coming up um, in the month of March. Uh, just just doing some great things um, in the city and in the kingdom um, and for the body of Christ. Amen. One that I believe uh, God's about to make a household name. One, one that I believe God's literally about to cause to explode. Amen. And if uh, you not careful, you might look up and see him. Amen. On uh they star, TBN, or the Word Network. I believe God is taking him great places, and I believe God has a word uh, from from this awesome man of God on tonight. So without further ado, I'm going to get out the way that the Holy Ghost uh, can have his way and that he'll have plenty of time, amen, to release unto us whatever it is that God has put in his spirit to do, to do on tonight. He came on the line talking about 15 minutes. No, we ain't. We we ain't trying to play that. Just let go and let God have his way on tonight. Amen. You have liberty. Amen. So let God do what he do. Amen. I want to introduce to some, present to others, God's messenger of the hour in the person of Prophet Kenny Wayne, God's people, God's people, Prophet Kenny Wayne. God bless you, man of God. Amen. God bless you as well, Prophet BK. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, to share with God's people, um, and I, and that this is your baby, this is your vision, and I understand being sensitive with who you allow to come in and out of uh, the, the call and, and so forth to minister, and so I do count it a privilege. And happy belated birthday to you. Okay. Okay, thank you. Um, and so thank you again for the opportunity, and um, I'm just looking forward to sharing with you what the Lord has given me. I'm getting right to it. Um, he's already introduced me, and so I'm I'm honored again to be a part. So, uh, Father God, we just thank you right now. We thank you for your spirit, Father. We thank you just for meeting us here tonight. Um, I pray, God, that you just have your way, Lord, speak through me. Um, Lord, I pray that the ears of the listeners are open to hear exactly what you are saying, Father. God, I pray against every distraction, every hindrance that would try to come to hinder your flow. 
that will try to come and cause your people to not be able to receive what it is that you're saying to us. So, Father, speak, breathe on us afresh and anew now. Lord, and let us hear exactly what you are saying to us. In your son Jesus' name I pray. Um, amen. <clears throat> Praying that everyone can hear me okay. Um, I do have a couple of people that are tuned in that are looking out for me, so if it is any problems, then message me, please. Um, but tonight I want to I wanna actually um, address a few things that the Holy Spirit has been uh, stirring in my spirit and has been speaking to me about, and I do believe that it will bless you. Um, the title, or shall I say, the, the topic I'm going to be dealing with is uh, is faith and the matter of the church. Uh, faith as pertains to us and the culture of the church. And I'm going to be breaking down several things through this um, through this message. I believe that will bless your life and um, hopefully simplify a few things as well and clear up some uh, some confusion that may be in the air amongst the body of believers. Um, and so I have a question to pose to you as I progress through this, um, keeping your spirit, um, and it says, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here as a church? Uh, many of our churches are faced with so many changes, uh, and as, as a period, as a body of believers and as individuals, we go through different changes, many changes in our lives. Uh, things are rapidly changing. The culture of the church is evolving, um, especially as we have more um, access to, uh, you know, technology. And, of course, we're, we're blessed to have more education now, where at first all you needed was a pew, set up a, a podium, and then have service. Well, now we have screens, we have lights, we have all these different things. And it's not that those things are negative. I understand some churches have preference and don't care for those different um, dynamics to their worship experience or their time with God and not saying that that is a necessity, but it is a benefit to some churches and their purposes that they use those things. Uh, but we have more things at our fingertips than we've ever had, um, you know, in, in times past. And the technology, as I stated, is constantly evolving. Uh, so the way we worship is almost being challenged and as, as if it's being threatened because we wonder where the authenticity is or where is the pureness in it all. Um, and, and many churches and leaders are pressured uh, to kind of compete. Uh, we find a lot of churches and a lot of ministries competing with other ministries to try to put together some type of presentation to make their worship experiences be more uh, in tune or relevant, shall I say, to today's society. Um, and many of us are feeling the pressure to become a certain way in order to be relevant. Um, so should we buy into those fads? Should we become um, like what's out there? And, and, and should we, we buy into all the different changes and so forth that are taking place? Or do we just hold on to, uh, you know, the old rugged cross song and the hymns and, and all of these different things of that nature? And I'm not here to, to, uh, to go down the list of all the hymns that I know. But, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, what, what, what should we do? Should we just stick to the way that we've been doing things? Should we stick to the, the systems and the patterns that, we, that we're so used to? Um, many churches are, are actually, believe it or not, whether you want to receive it or not, many churches are dying and their messages are not being taken seriously. Um, they're being found contradicting in several aspects. Um, and, and I'll explain that here more in, in a moment. And so in, in this process, we are losing a lot of aspects of how to be personable with people because we have this virtual world and this virtual presence. 
Uh, some of us are actually getting a lot more uh, connected and getting in tune and learning the, the technology so that we can reach out to people virtually. That's one of the reasons why I turn to uh, Periscope and, create, and, and, and use that platform to minister to people that I've met all over the world and have prophesied it to and, and just shared the word of God with uh, because of the ability to reach them in a matter of seconds versus me flying or going everywhere and reaching people. Um, so, yes, there's some people who definitely use these platforms to their advantage and for the glory of God. Um, and so the Lord has brought me to your hearing tonight, brought me on tonight to enlighten and to encourage you right where you are to help you get back to the voice of the Lord uh, because a lot of people, and I, I, I include myself in it just because I like to just make sure that we all know that we're all at the same place for seeking the face of God. Uh, but a lot of us have lost the connection with the voice of the Lord. And so the Lord opened my eyes to see that many of us have lost faith in him and his abilities. Many have allowed the lust and the desires of this world to overtake them and their desires for the things of God, to please him. We've compromised in so many areas of our walk. And we've given over to the need to succeed. I've seen people, many leaders and, and pastors in my time of, of, of serving God, I've seen many try to compete even with time because there are a certain age and they try to compete. To just, and they're not really uh, seeking to see the masters of the Lord's kingdom be made manifested. They're seeking to basically get their name known. And they're, they're creating sale and they're, they're, they're chasing after so many attempts to try to make their name great, that they're just failing, and in the process, they're losing people in the cracks. We're losing people. We're losing people to their pride. We're losing people uh, to their selfishness. But the Lord is calling us. He's calling us back to the heart of worship, back to his feet, uh, back to the place of seeking him. And so then how do we turn to the heart of God and meet his qualifications to effectively reach the lost? at all costs, because that's what it's about. It's, a, it, it's about trying to, that's why we're given the gifts that we're given. That's why we're given the time that we're given is to reach to reach the lost, to reach those that are hurting. Um, and so we can't become greedy. We can't become full of our own experience with God, but we are forgetting to reach out and to minister to those that, to minister to those that, that are lost. We, 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 can't, we can't forget about them. They're, they are waiting for us. There are people who are crying out. There are people who are hurting. There are people who are confused. There are people who really didn't want to leave the church, but because some of us are so caught up in systems and so caught up in things that are not ordained by God, that have become systems or place, uh, uh, have become uh, things that crutches, that become crutches, that become things that we just depend on because we're so used to things in a certain way. The Lord is saying that, it's time to come back to me. It's time to return back to your first work. Return back to me, your first love. Um, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without seeking him, it's impossible to please him. I'm going to uh, read in your hearing uh, Psalms, the first chapter and, and the third verse. And if you're, you're following along in your Bible, that's again Psalms, first, uh, Psalms 1 in the third verse. Uh, it says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit 
in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper. Amen. So the Lord is, is requiring us in this hour, in this moment, he, he, he's challenging us to get back to that place of pure faith. We have to come out of our comfortable zone. Many of us are so comfortable. Yes, the Lord reveals to me that many of us are so comfortable. It's as almost as if we get to the church house and we know right where we want to sit if somebody's in our seat, we're upset. <laughs> when we get to the church house and they're not singing where we want to hear, we're upset. If we're not hearing the message the way that we want it to be delivered, then we're upset. And we're just so used to these different things that we actually have caused to become God in our life instead of God being God in our life. We've come to a point where uh, many of us, not all of you, but many of us, have come to a place and a point to where we, we're not even really trusting in the voice of the Lord. We're trusting in what we know that we count people to have a lie at a certain level in God because they're saying things a certain way. And we're not talking about the Scripture. The Scripture, the Word of God is the Word of God. But I'm saying there's this lingo, there's this language, there's these things that are said in church, the cliches and different things that, you know, we say that it's almost like I could hide behind all the cliches, I could hide behind all of the different things that are being said um, in church and then not even get delivered. But because I'm saying the right stuff and it sounds good and people are responding to it and it sounds like it looks as if they're delivered, but it's really not true deliverance. It's really not true uh, life-changing um, encounter with the Lord that has taken place. It's just that they've learned the system. They've learned how to, to, to play the role. they learn how to to come in and do their part and to make it look like everything is all right. But why would we sit here and dance around the healer? Why would we sit around here and dance around the, the, the one who's going to provide for us as if, as if he's not even present? And I understand praising your way through it until it happens and it manifests um, and, and so forth. Uh, but do we, do, do we really believe that it will manifest? Do we really believe that God will really make a way? But the Lord is requiring of us to cut out all unfruitful ways, to cut out all the unfruitful ways of them. And um, I'm going to go to John, the fourth chapter, and I'm going to deal with a little bit uh, the Samaritan woman. And uh, I'm sure that many of you that are on here are familiar with, with the text, uh, the, 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 the story of the Samaritan woman and Jesus, uh, his encounter with the Samaritan woman, or shall I say her encounter with Jesus, uh, but John, the fourth chapter, I'm going to deal with this a little bit here. Um, and the Lord, again, is saying that we need to cut unfruitful ways. Um, he is meeting this woman, um, and he's familiar with the story, who is not even supposed to even be out at this time of day, and who is considered to be uh, unclean, and she's considered to be uh, a problem because she, of course, has had experiences with uh, different men. have had several husbands, and the one man that she's with now, she's not even married to him. And now she meets the seventh man who is Jesus, and um, now she's presented opportunity to worship him because he asked her for a drink of water. Um, and so she, she pretty much passed off him and told him that, you know, you don't even have anything to draw from this well with. Um, and so I try to pick up here and not, not spend uh, too much time breaking down the entire text because I know you're familiar with it. Uh, but nonetheless, Jesus responds to her, telling her, if you knew who I was, you would be 
uh, basically begging for what I have to do. You're basically be presenting, uh, uh, calling or crying out to me for what I have to give you and this drink that I have that you'll never thirst again if you would actually, uh, you know, ask me for the drink and you won't be so thirsty and going after the wrong things that you've been going after consistently. So the Lord is saying here in the fourth verse, get back over here, uh, she says, let's go about to the 19th verse. Uh, she said, uh, sir, you must be a prophet. So tell me why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place to worship while we Samaritans claim it at Mount Jerusalem where our ancestors worship. And the 21st verse says, Jesus replied, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. Uh, right here, the Lord is, is revealed to me and, and, and shared with me, uh, told me that um, the Samaritan woman, again, she was broken. you got to slow down here a little bit. I'm excited. <laughs> she was broken. She had been with five, six different men, five men, and the one that she was with, she wasn't even married to. But she was so used to her system, so she was presenting this falsified, uh, uh, this false way of acting as if she has it all together. And so here she is telling Jesus, and his is telling him that there's a way that we worship and you Jews have it all wrong. So she's like, as if she's correcting Jesus and telling him that his system and his way and his, way and his method of worshiping is wrong and that she has it locked in, that she has this system that she's used to. Well, ma'am, if your system if your way and your practices were so right, then why aren't you delivered yet? Why are you still going from person to person trying to find what it is, whatever you're seeking, why are you still not made whole? Why are you still broken? Why are you still in this particular position? Because you're holding on to a system. You're holding on to a way and a thing that has not worked out for you because you don't even believe in it. And she said, you Samaritans, know very, uh, she said, you Samaritans know very little about the one you worship, as Jesus responds there in the 22nd verse. While we Jews know all about him, for salvation comes through the Jews. And the 23rd verse says, but the time is coming, and indeed is right here, it's now, when the true worshipers must worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And the Father is seeking for such, he's looking, he's searching for such people to worship him that way. For God is a spirit, and so those who worship him must worship him in spirit and must worship him in truth. So we must change our way of living. If it, if it hadn't been working, uh, it seemed like it was at one point perhaps, um, but what we got wrong is we began to call that thing in that system God than calling God himself God. What I mean by what do I mean by that? What we have done is the system that we built up and, and the way and the order of service, let's call it that, the order of service. Uh, we've gotten so used to that that if God shows up and wrecks our service, like he tells us, I don't want you to do that today, I want you to do something different, we're questioning if that person is authentic or not. I'm sure ser- I'm pretty sure that I'm not that traditional person that is preaching and, 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 and delivering things the way that you may be used to, 
but this is uniqueness in my voice, this is the uniqueness in my approach, causing you to now question, is this God or not? But you may be missing God right now this very hour because you're looking for things to come a certain way. But the Lord is breathing and he is speaking right now. And he's saying that many of us have gotten comfortable. Many of us have gotten caught up in our own way and gotten in the way of God to where he can't even come in. There's no room for him because we've gotten so caught up in the things sounding a certain way, things looking a certain way. And the thing is, is that the world and a lot of people who uh, we consider to be sinners um, and don't know God at all, a lot of people uh, can see straight through it. They can see you doing the, and I mean, I say, they can, they can see a lot of people putting the shenanigans, putting up the shenanigans and going to church and doing the uh, shenanigans and all of that, but then leaving the church and, 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 and going off and being rude to the people at the restaurant and, and people uh, going off and being rude at people when they go to the post office or in the store or something. And then that's the same people that were, that were the main one running around the church, the main one who wanted to make sure that they had their seats. Uh, wanted to make uh, make sure that uh, they had uh, water served to them in the middle of service or whatever the case may be. So some of our systems are going to be the very thing that caused us to miss heaven, going to cause us to miss Jesus. The word says that the righteous shall scarcely make it in. It, 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 we're gonna, some of us are going to scarcely make it in because of something of this nature. You may not be out there. Excuse me, you may not be out there sinning, you may not, and what I mean by that is you may not be, you know, committing adultery, you may not be fornicating, you may not be out there lying or stealing, but some of us are right here is sitting apathetic, sitting um, in, in a complacent place, right in the house of God, basically going through the shenanigans, going through the routine, going through and practicing the routines there and not even really trusting in God and not even really believing that he can do the impossible not even believing and having faith that he could save your loved ones, just saying that hopefully they come one day, Lord, you, and, and then that's it. But you're not really truly believing it and praying and being persistent in prayer. But we have built ourselves up on these systems, and that's how we navigate and make it through life, and we use these things as crutches. Not faith in him, but faith in this system. Uh, we know how to simply believe God for the normal, and yet uh, and, and we know that he's faithful to do the norm, uh, but we don't believe to go beyond that and go to the supernatural because he is not just the God of the natural, but he's the God of the supernatural. He's the God of the supernatural. And we must believe it's impossible to please him if we don't have faith. We must believe that he can do the impossible. The impossible. But we are giving honor even to people more than we give honor to the voice of the Lord. Sometimes we magnify their voice in our ears before we magnify the voice of the Lord. We ignore often the unction of the Holy Spirit because we are awaiting every word to come from our leader. I'm not teaching or speaking or preaching on dishonoring leaders because uh, the labor is worthy of their hire. The, 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 there's definitely men of God that flow and operate in excellence, and they uh, do that honor. We thank God for them. But there are some, to be real, at the end of the day, that, that they are not of God, and we are honoring their word as if it's golden. And uh, God, yes, he does reward you for being uh, a, a, a good steward over someone else's vision and, 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 and being um, actively involved and so forth in another man's vision. But when you hear the Lord speak and say that I'm no longer here, my presence has left, and I'm no longer in this situation, I'm no longer in that in that 
whether you do, you do stick around and keep honoring the man of or the man or the woman that is that the glory has left and is no longer there. Do you have enough relationship with God? Do you have enough? Uh, are you in tune enough with the Spirit of God to be able to hear if the Lord is actually there or not and his voice is there or not? Or have you actually gotten so caught up in a routine and gotten caught up with a person uh, that you can't even hear the voice of the Lord despite if they're speaking or not? Yes, thanks to God. We, we have to open our ears. We have to open our, uh, our spiritual eyes to be able to, to discern these things. When we stand before the Father and he asks us uh, to give an account, we won't be able to say, but God, I was following. I did everything that they told me to do. Mm-hmm. But we have a responsibility ourselves. We have an obligation ourselves to the voice of the Lord. So God is asking and, and, and pulling us and, and admonishing us to leave our comfort zone, to leave our place of comfort, what we know is going to be there. Like the, 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 the essence of faith is operating in the unseen. The essence of faith is operating in the unseen, going after what we can't see with the natural eye and believing God for what he is showing us to take place. And then we act upon that and we move towards that. So we want to move out of our comfort place. And if there's any aspect, secondly, we want to, we want to ask the Lord to help our unbelief, areas that we may be uh, doubting him, areas that we don't believe. Areas that we don't believe in. If I told you now that the Lord wants to do so many miraculous things in your life, but you don't believe. If I told you that, would you believe me that he wants to do miraculous things in your life? I hope that you would believe that. But here's the problem. He needs your belief. He needs you to believe it. He needs you to believe it. I can believe it for you all day long. And I know we're standing on an open heaven. I know that the Lord is moving now. I know that miracles and signs and wonders are taking place. It's been happening in my life these past few weeks, and I'm just standing in awe of God, and I'm just believing him for more. I just start asking God, what else? What else do you have up to sleep, God? What else are you getting ready to do? Because I know that you're the God of the impossible. I believe you. I trust you. Uh, but we must move now to that place of, 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 of having pure faith, the essence of pure faith, the essence of faith in our lives to where we really trust him. We're not just believing or trusting in these systems that are here. Now, let me go back just to make sure to correct this because I don't want you to think that I'm speaking against the church because I believe in the system of the church. I do believe that God has, has brought us to a place where, um, where he, he has allowed and wants the, the system and, and the church because, of course, he's called me to pastor. Uh, he, he wants the church to serve uh, his body. Um, and it is it is helping the church. There's, there's deliverance for people there in the church and all that. Uh, but uh, don't forget that we as a body of believers are the church, not, not the, just the building, uh, not just the building. And so that's just simply the gathering where the saints gather, and that's where we simply, yeah, I don't have to teach you. I don't have to preach you about uh, uh, <laughs> the essence of the church. I'm sure you know uh, the essence of the church and the purpose of the church. Uh, but if we begin to start making the church God, meaning the building, we begin to start making that God, we will lose the power, the resurrecting power of the creator. We will miss, because we're depending on this system, we will miss the purpose behind it. 
And so here we are again at this point in this juncture where the Lord is encouraging us to let go of, to get rid of the doubt and the unbelief. We remain unsettled and we remain thirsty when we don't believe, just like this woman at the well. If she wouldn't, if she would grasp a hold and wouldn't stick and, and hold on to her uh, little system and, and try to throw around her system and the way that her, her the Samaritans worship God, and if she would have bought into, uh, finally she did, but if she would have bought into what Jesus was bringing her way, then uh, she, would, she would find the deliverance that she was seeking. Uh, but instead, she's trying to hold on to this system, and it causes her to still seek, still stay in a place of confusion, still looking to be made whole. So here we are. Many of us are still waiting for our healing to come. And the healer is already here. Many of us are waiting for provision, and the provider is already here. Many of us are waiting on peace, and the Prince of Peace is already here. Many of us are waiting on deliverance, and the deliverer is right in front of you. Some of us are serving what we don't even believe in, or rather, many of us are worshiping a system, as if our work, our work and commitment to this system is going to buy us the deliverance or buy us the peace or buy us the healing. God wants us to believe in him. He wants us to confess and admit and, and, and call on his name and admit that we're, we're faulted in this relationship with him and we're, we're helpless without him. Uh, you know, it, 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 if we're not careful what happens, especially with a lot of newcomers to the church, we'll end up uh, pushing off into the newcomers and pushing over as a mind or, or, or shall I say, a mindset that kind of, defeat a lot of people when they come to the Lord is I will start pushing off of them that you have to come up to my level, that you have to come to get to know God like I know him, that you have to come and begin to start talking like I talk and, and, and dancing how I dance and moving the way that I'm dancing. And then a lot of people we end up losing in the cracks because they feel like they can never measure up to our standards. But when do we become the standard instead of Jesus being the standard? When did we become the, the, the way that it's supposed to look and the way that we're supposed to talk? Uh, and, yes, uh, righteousness and holy living, it does have a language, it does have a talk, but it's not your language because your language is isolating. Your language is, uh, is excluding people from receiving the power of God. And, and your language is, uh, a lot of our language is, is, you have to look like me, you have to talk like me. Well, a lot of people are relating to your talk because it's a contradiction there, the things that, that I'm trying to believe God for, it looks like you still haven't received yourself. And I'm thinking either there's a problem with God, which we know there's no problem with God. Either there's a problem with God or there's a problem with you and your sister. And so that's what the Lord said to this woman. Don't start preaching back to me. I know this is a different twist to the Samaritan story, uh, the Samaritan woman's story, because we just get straight to the point of her meeting Jesus and him being the seventh man in her life and completing her and making her whole. But let's back up some, because she was out of order in so many areas, and she was depending on a system that she didn't even buy into. And here she is trying to sell a system to the one and true living God, trying to sell a system to the one that can make her whole, trying to, trying to influence her and tell her, basically, that, um, that 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 my, my system is the way 
it, it, it should be, it should go down. And I already know, so you don't need to tell me anything um, about your system. But the Lord is saying, you don't believe in your system because you would be different. You would be changed by now. But God is speaking for the true worshiper. The Lord is actually providing many opportunities for us to worship him. He creates chances for us to serve him and to walk out on water. We keep questioning our purpose and our attendant life because it's familiar and it's too out of the box. And God is saying, yes, I'm asking you for a drink. Uh, And you're saying, yeah, I don't have anything to draw from the well with, but I'm telling you that if you just step out there and you do what I've called you to do, um, and you step out in the unknown, you step out into what's uncomfortable, I will be there with you. You know what? uh, I was saying a few minutes ago that many times we, we try to, clean the fish before we even uh, take it out the water. We're trying to see it in a certain way. We're trying to see it in a certain uh, We want things to be in a certain way before God gets done or does the work in that person or does the work with this thing and in our lives. Uh, uh, but the thing is, is that it, it, God is saying that I want you fresh. I want your, your vulnerability. I want you to come to me broken. Yes. God wants us to be broken before him. He wants us to be broken before him. Um, and, and so what we do is we, we tend to often, um, when people come to Christ, we, we, we throw out all the lingo, all the church lingo, all the church things and all these sorts of things, and people feel like they can't keep up all the while trying to serve God with this facade, with this made-up presentation, with this, with, I, I don't, and I'm, I, I talk with unsaved people often because I'm trying to win them over to Christ and I'm trying to help break down and tear down the misconceptions that they have in their mind, that they have to come to church. And that's really what they're trying to do. They're trying to come to the church a certain way. And I'm like, you need to come to Jesus. I'm trying to get you to Jesus. I'm not trying to get you to church. Church is a part of it. And thank God again. And I don't have to go back and reiterate that. The church is, is, is the necessity, but I'm trying to get you to Jesus. I'm not trying to get you to a system. I'm not trying to get you to, I'm trying to get you to Jesus. And Jesus says that I want you right there in your honesty. I want you right there in your truth. If you jacked up, you're jacked up. And you come before God with your jacked up self to get unjacked, to get cleaned up, to get purified, to become holy, uh, to, to be made righteous. You come as you are so that he can change you and he can better you. He doesn't want you to come and put on a facade, talk the language of, of the nature of that culture, because believe it or not, I know we're so used to this, um, to our practices in, in the church, you know, now, in this, in this day and time, but churches are not the same all over. And, and I'm not talking about religions. I'm talking about um, people who really believe in the, the gospel and the message of the gospel and believe in fivefold ministry and all of these. It's not going to look the same over in, in Africa and over in, in Japan and different different areas. It's going to look different. And so nonetheless, um, the language is going to change in some areas. But at the end of the day, have you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior? Okay, then we can, we can agree. We can walk in agreement. Uh, but the Lord is saying that many of us have gotten so comfortable, many of us have gotten comfortable, and many of us don't really believe in what it is that we're even trying to preach about. And so what makes us comfortable, and God is removing these questions, and you haven't realized, I'm sure that many of you uh, that flow the prophetic and the Lord open your eyes, that the Lord, 
the Lord is making a lot of these these traditional uh, traditional practices and religious uh, atmospheres. He's bringing challenges uh, up on them. He's bringing, uh, basically waking them up and, and revealing, uh, exposing. He's pulling off the covers. He's pulling off those things that that have been uh, built up, uh, and, and other gods have come into the building. And uh, little G.O.D.s have come into the building. They made idols out of these people. And the Lord is like, no, I'm exposing it. I'm tearing that down. I'm tearing down those idols. I'm tearing down those things that people have made of God. And he's holding a lot of these people who have been holding these offices responsible. He's bringing us into responsibility, into a place of purification. He's exposing these things. And so the Lord is saying, uh, let go of your unbelief. Let go of your unbelief because these, these systems you're not going to be able to depend on. Um, and the Lord is saying, I need for you to come back to the well and draw from the well. Draw from the well. Just like I read earlier in Psalms, first chapter in the third verse. The well, like a tree planted by the river. The well, the river. Draw from me. Don't draw from everything else. You don't have to be confused in this world and in this society. The world has been changing since you've been alive. I mean, the church as a whole has been progressing way before many of us who are just coming into leadership roles in the church or some of us that have been in the church for a long time. We're all faced with it. The changes are rapid. The changes are increasing. We're trying to look for creative ways to bring people into the church, and that's not a negative thing. The Lord says to cause us to go and to preach the gospel and to win souls. We were empowered. After the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall be witnesses. That's what our responsibility is, is to go and to win souls. So are we doing that? Do we believe the gospel enough to even win souls? Or are we just going to rehearse it to one another? I'm healed. I'm healed too. I'm delivered. I'm delivered too. But what about the people who are not delivered? What about the people who are not healed? And what about the people who don't know him as a way baker? Uh, we're regurgitating and, and basically vomiting on each other, uh, not to give each other faith, but just because it's almost as if we're keeping, uh, as if we're greedy and, 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 and keeping God only to ourselves when he came for the lost. And so I'm glad you were found, but now it's time to go get the lost. Now it's time to go and snatch the other person out of the pit of hell. But do you believe God can do that? Because you saw somebody have an encounter with the person and it's, and it, and it, backfired on them, that basically their life was threatened. Um, some of us are afraid to go into the dirty places. Some of us are afraid to go and minister to the person that doesn't look like us because we don't know how they're going to react. Why? Because we've gotten so used to our comfort zone and we, we deny the power of God. We deny that he is with us and we deny that we have the power to call that spirit and it will come under subjection to the spirit of Christ, not to us, but to the spirit of God. He's calling us to come back to having encounters with him personally, not just at the church, but personally. Personally, believe that he is the Messiah and believe that we've come into contact with the one and only true living God and stay there and draw and experience and seek and pray and believe for ourselves. This is the hour that has come upon us, and it will continue to come. The, the, the scripture said, John 4, chapter, now is the time, uh, now is the time that the true worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. The hour is coming. 
Don't put forth the front and do not seek out other methods. It's not time to compromise. We don't need to compromise. But don't seek out other messages and then miss the mark for your own place of work, for your own self. The Lord says that we're borrowing things and spending money on routines and systems that will not even work because, again, we're buying into a system, we're buying into all these compromises, uh, we're buying into compromising, and we're missing God. It is different if you're feeling the leading of the Lord and he's uh, implementing something or giving you instructions because of your time and your experience with God and being in his presence. Um, but check this out. In, in John, the fourth chapter, excuse me. John, the fourth chapter, after the Lord had met this woman and, and after she had an experience with the Lord, uh, she began to go and she began to spread and testify uh, the message on on you know being in encounter in, in, in the presence of the Lord, and then so what ended up happening was the, the people were hearing the joy that was coming from her and the greeting from her, and they wanted to get to encounter this this Savior themselves. And it came to the point to where uh, they began to come all over the village, and they began to come uh, to, to the Lord themselves. And it says in the 39th verse that many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because of the woman and what she had said. And he said, uh, and they said, he told me everything I ever did. When they came out to see him, they begged him to stay in the village. So he stayed for two days. The 41st first verse says, they, he stayed long enough for many to hear his message and believe. Then they said to the woman, this is their response, now we believe, not just because of what you told us, but because we have heard from him ourselves. Now we know that he is indeed the Savior of the world. So, no, we don't have the ability to force people to receive Christ and all of that. Um, but our story, our testimony that we share and we tell others will be enticing enough. Now, I'm not saying telling those that already know the testimony, already know his goodness, and it's a good thing that we are iron, that sharpens iron, and we're encouraging one another in the faith. But there are some people who still have not heard or that don't have not heard the power of his resurrection that is present here now for us. It's not anything conjured up, nothing new, um, but it's, it's his spirit and his power that is creating a newness there. And so it gets to the point, again, where they made a decision to try him for themselves. Now they believe not because of just her, not just because of her story, but because they have heard him for themselves. And so the state of the church: Are you in a position to hear him for yourself? Are you in a position to to hear the Lord's voice now in your situation and where you are? You're in a whole different area than. Someone else who is in Oklahoma and maybe dealing with something else different than someone else who is in Texas, and their their the whole makeup of that that society or culture that they live in or that church is 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 a different feel or a different uh, things going on than someone else in a different area, and we must be tuned into the spirit of God to know what it is that we need to do right there where we are in our own backyard instead of trying to implement something that's happening in West Virginia. We must seek the Lord to know how to minister and how to be a light right where we are. And we can't 
covered the presence of God just by ourselves, and he's been good to me, and he's changed my life. But it's time to get up from our comfortable place and go win some souls and to go and minister to those that are lost. They are needing it. They are waiting it. They are waiting on it. They're waiting on you to, to, to basically go out there and, and snatch them back from the pit of hell. It's time for us to get to the place of drawing from the well. Draw from the well that will never run dry. Draw from the source, our source of strength, our source of hope, our source of of peace. We have to believe God for who he is, not a system. Many of us gotten way too comfortable, but we have to stay planted by the riverbank. Don't move from that place of standing for the Lord. We do not need to become so fancy, and, and, and we don't need to stay uh, where we are and think that we have it all together and locked in and under control, but we must rely on the Holy Spirit. We must not become caught up in our own abilities and think that we have God on lock. So I encourage you, thank you, God. I encourage you, my friends. I'm, I'm, I'm not alone when the preacher Well, sometimes. But anyway, uh, I encourage you to move from that place of comfortability, move from that place of the thing you have all together, because we'll, we'll find ourselves being a part of that, that crew that thinks that we have it all together. And the Bible says, as I mentioned earlier, the righteous shall scarcely make it in, and some of us are really missing God. I know it's difficult to hear that right now, and there's hours like, who is this little boy? Uh, I'm going to just say it like that, <laughs> telling me that I'm missing God. But I'm telling you, some of the very voices that are there sent by God are some of the voices that we are ignoring, some of the warnings that are coming from the Lord. We are ignoring it because it's not coming in the way, in the method, and in the fashion that we're used to. Hallelujah. But I feel the glory of the Lord even now, and he's stirring up within many of you. Uh, uh, an understanding of what he's saying in this hour. Um, I want to use you. I want to use you in this unique hour. Yes, the Labashi on those Hallelujah. I hear the Lord now. Yes, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. I know you've been here. Look, see this how comfortable many of us have gotten. We we hear somebody say um, that the that the horn will be blown soon, or that he's soon to come, or you know. Uh, our Savior is getting ready to crack the sky at any moment. We start taking that even lightly. That it don't even really mean anything to hear that he's a soon coming Savior. Because we've gotten so caught up and it's like, no, no, I'm waiting on my problem. I'm waiting on my brand new car. I'm waiting on the keys to my house. And I'm waiting on this and all of that. And it's like, no, well, what about him coming? What about the Lord? What about us being excited about the coming of the Lord? What about us being prepared and ready for the Bible? What, what about that? What about us being in position for when he returns? What about that part of it? But we've gotten locked into this world and this system and, and trying to make it in this world, and we don't even, we're not even uh, truly fearful of the things of God and truly fearful of his hand of judgment and truly uh, 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 really believing that he is the one true living God. I know this is uh, shaking some of the core, so the core of some of us and challenging us to really get back to that place of seeking him so that we don't feel that loss or feel that detachment. I, look, if you be real honest, 
truthful. Now, I know some of your churches may be, you know, full of the power of God, and you may be up running around and all of that. But what if you're running around and God is like, uh, well, I'm glad you got chills and thrills, uh, but you missed me today. What if many of us, and look, I've seen, I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen people pouring into a church uh, Sunday after Sunday and just walking out the same way, wondering what was that about? What just happened? Going through the same routine. Some of us are honoring man and these systems more than as I stated than we're honoring God. And it is time, it's now, the time is now that we must worship the Father in spirit and in truth. You will, we will, I will have to give an account for ourselves, not for others, but for ourselves. I admonish you, I encourage you to come out of that place of complacency, to come out of that stagnated place, to come out of that place of apathy, that, that position of being and having that spirit of, uh, of apathy where you, you, just, you just suck. You're just accepting it as it is. And you're just accepting that your daughter is not saved. And you're just accepting you know, that your loved ones have not come to Christ. And you're accepting that no one has gotten saved at your church in over two years. Like, seriously, no one has come to the altar to receive Christ as their Savior. We're just going to accept that, that that's just the norm. And it's okay that they just don't know no better. What if we're not preaching that? <laughs> what if we're not preaching the heart of God, but we're preaching stuff like God's going to turn your situation around? Look, if you don't believe that he's going to turn your situation around, then maybe you don't really believe in the true power of our God. Maybe that's what the problem lies. That's where one of the problems lies is that you're needing to believe this thing for yourself. Amen. So I encourage you again, faith of God, is to get yourself to that Where do we go from here? We go up from here. We seek the Father. We turn our hearts and our ears to him. We look up. We focus on him. We pray and we repent and we fast and we we worship him. We go to him and we draw from the well. That's where our strength comes from. Not from no system, not from no uh, any other thing or whatever, but from him and him alone. He will lead you today, saints. He will guide you. He is never failing. We go to the well. That's where we go. We go to the well and stay planted there. Stay broken before him there. Stay vulnerable for him there. So I love you all. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, as Papa DK shared at the beginning of the broadcast, um, I do have, I don't know if I said later for this, but I do have a conference coming up in um, there are many things that God is going to do at this conference that I am excited about. And uh, you can find out more information at the- We do announcements at the end. Oh, okay, sir. <laughs> well, I, uh, I'll turn it back over to you, man of God. Amen, amen, amen. <clears throat> we thank God for um, the word on tonight. Um. So much he said that was so uh, vital um, and so on point and so key uh, for such a time as this. Um, 
sat and I listened um, and so many different things he said um, during the course of um, him ministering. And um, just, just said, and I said, wow, from the fact of how that it was time for us to become refocused and how people get to the place where they begin to serve man more than they do God. And there's just so much he said tonight that I was like, wow. Due to the fact that there's so much that takes place and transpires in the body that we simply overlook and we simply don't even realize. And we simply just let slide by. And it's like, really? And 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 if you just sit and take time to evaluate and understand, um, it's like, oh my God, I never realized that or I never thought about that. And 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 we're living in a time where <clears throat> we have so many saints um who are asleep. Yeah. And they're not they're not paying attention and they're not focused and they're not in tune with what God is saying. And I just bless God um for the season that we're in. God is truly um speaking and he's literally showing us some things that I've never seen. And um, I'm just grateful to God for the word on tonight and for so many things you said. Um, It was truly on time. It was truly on point. And I bless God for you um, bringing out so many different things. Um, If I went into everything that was in my spirit, I could be here all night long. Um, excuse my rambling for a moment. My phone was dying, and I was trying to run from room to room uh, to find a, find another uh, handset. But I bless God for you um, on tonight and for everything that that uh, you said, and for how it was just so on point and precise and powerful. And um, as the Word of God says, for such a time as this, and I pray that each of you. Um, that are on the line tonight were blessed by the word of God. Um, At this time, we're going to open the floor for those who have uh, remarks or encouraging words. You can feel free to um, leave those at this time. Amen. Those with remarks or encouraging words, the floor is open. Hey, God, this is uh, Pastor uh, Prophet Zanna Hines, been a man of God. There was uh, a lot to uh, take in on tonight, and I just continue to pray your strength in the Lord and continue to keep on hearing from heaven, hearing from God, and moving forward. 
And I'm sure that all that had ears on tonight uh, that heard your word, touch and agree with everything uh, that you said, and definitely encouraging and teaching words on tonight. So you keep doing uh, continually what God has for you. Amen. Yes, Thank you. Yes, God bless you, Pastor Prophet Assigns. Um, is there anyone else? Yes, yes, okay. And if you're on mute, please um, take your phone off mute so we can hear you. (laughs) Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Was there somebody uh, that, that had words? Right. Praise God from who all blessings flow. Glory to God. This is Prophetess Jennifer. I just want to commend um, the prophet for coming on in the manner that he did. Most of the time when they hear, when people hear the name prophet in the front of us, um, we're looking for a certain way for you to come and fill But I'm grateful and thankful that you did just what God ordained you to do tonight, and that was to remind us that we must find our way back to our first love. And I'm going to leave it right there. Bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. I'm so glad I was here tonight to hear the word of God, to hear what the Lord what the Spirit had to say to the church. And I just thank God for that because, as the other pastor said, I can remember my father and him saying, Oh, Zion, what's the matter now? So we have really gotten to a place where we've got to go back to the old landmark, and we've got to do it the way they told us to do it because that's the way. And I just thank God for you, man of God, for saying, giving, giving it to us the way God has given it to you. Amen. Yes, man. Jennifer, I feel like you didn't those one kind of words that make you want to preach yourself. So I just had to digress. <laughs> Is there somebody else? I know you felt me, Prophet. I know. <laughs> okay. Because I, I, right I remember. <laughs> I remember. Um, just a few years back, um, the Lord took me to the Book of Jude, um, and it was around the third through the fifth verse, I do believe, um, where Jude had wrote uh, that we should earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints, mm-hmm. and I had preached a message going back to the place we've forgotten. Mm-hmm. And as he began to talk and as he began to minister, I said, oh, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. I had the phone on on mute, <laughs> and it was, sitting on t- it was sitting on the table, and I was just sitting there just shaking my head like, see, mm-mm. I'm going to stay over here in my corner. 
because see, I know uh, those types of messages because these are, are the types of messages you do not hear preached anymore. Amen. These are the types of messages that you hear few and far between. Mm-hmm. These are the types of messages that that come a dime a dozen. Because most people, most people are looking for that word that's going mm-hmm. to tickle them and that's going to come on. Uh, satisfy come on. them and that's going to appease them. Mm-hmm. And to be totally honest, if I can be real mm-hmm. and just shoot straight from the hip, Come on. I was so not expecting that from you. <laughs> I was looking for him to come in here tonight and just preach and prophesy and hook him in the side and tie the bow tie. But when he came out the way he did, Jesus. <laughs> I said, you know what? If I was anywhere near him, I would slap him in the back of his head and say, oh, my God. I'm going to tell you, that it was difficult to deliver. I was I was just texting one of my um, members at the church. I was telling her, I was like, what I had what I had typed in front of me and what I just shared was totally contradicting of each other. Like, God had me somewhere else, <laughs> and I, of course, wanted to trust him. And it felt like, I'm going to tell you, it, 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 when I first started, I felt actually ill. I felt like. I was having flu symptoms, and after delivering it, after finally, I guess you could say, delivering the word, the baby, I feel healed. Uh, I, I feel free as if nothing was, you know, irking me or, or making me feel nauseous or anything in the beginning. And so I know that I delivered what God. It was difficult to progress through, uh, to, and it was. I just felt for warfare. One of my friends actually messaged me at the beginning, and he was saying he felt some. That 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 contingent, uh, like a something coming against a heaviness coming against you know what what was getting ready to take place, and so I mm-hmm. know he was thing as well. But um, uh, again, that that was difficult uh, to deliver, but I, I we delivered it. Amen. We delivered Amen. it. Amen. And see, that's why that's why I that that's why the spirit of the Lord said go into worship. That's that that's why I begin to unction the people into worship because you never put a man of God on the floor in a restricted state in in it a man or a woman of God you never put them on the floor in a restricted position yes sir you always set the stage to where they can minister freely mm. and 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 when you came out the way you did I said oh god Yes, sir. Oh God, because see, 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 a lot of folks never really had seen you and never had right. saw you flow on Periscope and 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 see you the way you are. And I was like, now, Lord, that's not a message I would expect from him. Seeing him on Periscope and talking to him, I'm like, I would, I wasn't expecting that, Jesus. But yes. but but now I see. And I'm just like, them, them, them the kind of messages that make you want to run down the street, slap somebody, and run back up the hill. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, really? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Jesus, sir. have mercy. So, Prophetess Jennifer, I feel you. <laughs> we were in the same wavelength. 
We we do have like, a time. Uh, yeah, I can't do, do have a time for teaching. You know, they always think that that's what we're that's what we're called to do, just to prophesy. That's not so. That's right. not so. Not a not a true prophet. That's not so. We do have the time for teaching, and as he said, uh, God just tripped him up. And contrary to what he wrote down, what he studied, what he was going to deliver, God said, no, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. And he had to be obedient, you know. And even though his spirit man wanted to do otherwise, he still had to be obedient. That's why. That's why he felt ill because, you know, you know when we go back and forth with, with the spirit of God and we're like, huh, but God, I... But God, I, uh-uh. God said I, because he is the I. Yes. And that's what we're supposed to do, you know. It, and we're in that time, and that's what he was saying. We're in that time where the, the fellowship of love has to return. We can't do anything else. We can't do it out of anything else but his love. And that's what we got to remind the people, even us, starting with the leaders. It, it got to be seen in us. Mm. It has to. Mm-hmm. It has to come forth. It has to come from us. So he said, "You in the vein? I ain't saying no more. I'm done." Good. <laughs> See, I told you that that that's one of the kinds of messages to make a preacher want to preach. <laughs> oh wait, Jesus! Glory to God. My God, today is there any anyone else? I'm surprised I haven't heard from. Mama Laverne, cause she she be the first one that spoke up. <laughs> My Savior. This is Pastor Jones, and I really Vicky Edwards Jones. Yeah, I I really did enjoy it because it took me back to my first love. You know, I am preparing myself to go back where I need to be more and more and more closer to God, to really hear what God is telling me to. So I really enjoyed the message because it hit home. And when things hit home, I believe in listening to what God is telling me to do. So, man, God, you stay encouraged and really know that it helped me. I don't know about nobody else, but it helped me. God bless you. Amen. Glad to hear your voice, Pastor Vicki Jones. Glad to hear yours too, Prophet. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else on tonight? God bless you, Apostle L. Donnell Sim. Um, is there anyone else with uh, remarks on tonight for the man of God? I see several still online that haven't spoke. Um, I just want to give you an opportunity to greet the man of God. Hello. <clears throat> Hello. Hi, this is um, Sherry. I am actually one of um, Prophet Kenny's uh, members of his church, and I just want to say thank you again, uh, man of God, for the word that you brought forth. It's always, um, excuse me for my son in the background, it's always, um, a message directly from the Lord, and he's always um, encouraging me to 
go forth and just to look beyond what it is that I see in the natural, but to listen and hear what God is saying directly to me. So I thank you, um, Pastor Kenny, for the the message that you brought forth and also um, to encourage everybody else to just continue to search and seek for the Lord, continue to seek his face because he does speak to us continuously. And he is saying that there is newness in this season. Amen. So um, bless you, prophet. I love you. And God bless you all. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. Yes. Is there anyone else? God bless you, Prophet Thompson. And um, God bless you, Apostle Kenny. This is um, Sister Patricia, and I was truly blessed by the word as to concerning um, being free from the world system and becoming undependent, becoming um, undependent on the world system and truly trusting God and tapping into and living in the supernatural. So that truly, truly blessed me and hit home for me. And I just pray that God will continue to use you for his glory and that he will continue to elevate you and that you would be strengthened, replenished, and encouraged. God bless you all. God bless you. Is there anyone else? Amen. We don't want to cut anyone off. Going once, going twice. Anyone from West Virginia? I see uh, a few on the line. Anyone from West Virginia have any words? Mama Laverne, North Carolina, Kentucky. Life volunteer, just to get a look. <laughs> well, what did you say, Pastor Annie? I said, Amen to God be all the glory, so it is, and so it shall be. Right. <laughs> if there be nobody else, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Lord. <laughs> <clears throat> we thank God for each of you on tonight. God is awesome. That is. I'm still speechless. I'm telling you, I. I just was not expecting it. I was not. I was not. Lord have mercy, God. I was not. Mm. I am just stunned. I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. But I praise God for the word. I really, I really do. I really do. And I thank God on tonight. This has been an awesome uh, weekend. I praise God for 36 years of life. Um. Some said we wouldn't make it. Some said we wouldn't be here today. 
Some say it, some say it, some say it, but the Holy Ghost had the final say. And I'm grateful um, unto God, and I bless the name of the Lord. Amen. We've had an awesome day all day long. I praise God. Um, first service this morning was just straight up bananas, and then the Lord sent us to um, another service afterwards. And um, I was sitting in service, and uh, at first didn't know why we were there. And uh, all, all, all I knew was that, that the Holy Ghost said go. And when he said go, I go with him. And um, I was sitting there and looked at my wife, and I'm like, I don't know why we're here, but the Lord said come. And we were sitting in service, and the 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 pastor was up talking who was actually um, kin to us. And um, he was up talking, and he began to explain some things that he was going through and and symptoms he was explaining I've been having and didn't know why. And the Holy Ghost said, you've been carrying him. And I said, hmm. I said, well, Lord, you know, I need to get to him and, and, and break this off of him. And next thing I know, they have a point in their service on Sunday morning where they call people around the altar, and they have altar prayer. And he asked me to come do the altar prayer, and I said, mm, perfect opportunity. And uh, and I called his wife up next to him, and we literally just just literally began to bombard the throne room of heaven and pray for him and break that stuff off of him. And when when we got through praying for him, he said he just literally felt the shift and the difference, and he felt much better than he had in quite some time. And so I just praise God for uh, having a having a listening ear and being obedient to the Holy Ghost because I could have came home, laid down, been lazy the rest of the day, and said, "Okay, it's a wrap." But 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 having a listening ear to hear and be obedient to the Holy Ghost, God moved for him, and I'm grateful um, on today uh, just to see um, everything that God is doing. He is an amazing God, and beside him there is none other. Very quickly and briefly, um, as you all know, we, we meet every Sunday night um, going on 18 years strong, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, uh, the same dial-in number that, that you dialed tonight, same call ID and PIN number. Um, next Sunday, you're truly will we'll be um, ministering. I minister the first Sunday of every month, and then every other Sunday we have um, other speakers that will minister. But I'll be ministering next Sunday, um, and then we'll have February schedule uh, next Sunday. Um <clears throat> excuse me, um, at 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Um, mark your calendars. Um, we have a fresh fire explosion heading to Capitol Heights, Maryland. Those of you in the DMV region uh, will be headed your way uh, the first weekend in April, April the 6th, 7th, and 8th uh, for uh, a fresh fire explosion um, at Better is the End Ministries, um, 1856 Rochelle Avenue in Capitol Heights, Maryland, where the 
uh, host pastor is Pastor Shelton Gordon. We'll be headed your way. Um, more information is coming soon. We have some dynamic uh, speakers that will be ministering, and we're coming to the DMV uh, to cause hell to have a heart attack. Amen. We are uh, coming ready to see what God has in store. Um, also, um, we're, we're, we're preparing for the 8th Annual Fresh Fire Crusade, which will convene, as as always, in the fall. Um, we're, we're excited and anticipating uh, great things um, for that this year. Um, we are um, in the process of uh, raising money for the crusade. Um, if, if, um, if Fresh Fire has blessed you, if the Lord has um, impressed upon you to um, sow into the ministry these events, um, that we host and that we have, and and I don't think we've traveled to do an event um, in seven years. It's been that long. These events that we have and we and 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 we travel to host, they are not cheap. They are they are pricing. They 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 do cost money and they're taxing. Amen. And so as the Lord uh, bless you. Um, and lead you, uh, we 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 do need your help. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, we need your help. Um, you can sell via PayPal, PayPal.me forward slash Prophet BK Thompson. You you can also sell via the Cash App. Uh, the screen name there is Prophet BK 1982. You can also sell uh, via Facebook in our inbox. Every seed you sow goes into these events. Um, in preparation of our upcoming um, Fresh Fire Explosion as well as the upcoming Fresh Fire Crusade. Um, But April 6th, 7th, and 8th will be in Capitol Heights, Maryland. And then uh, the first weekend in October is our 8th annual Fresh Fire Crusade. So we're excited about what God's getting ready to do. Uh, Keep your eyes and ears open. God is uh, getting ready to blow our minds, and we're excited. If you would desire that we come, amen, and fellowship with you and your ministry, uh, we would love to come. We would love to fellowship. Um, we we would love to uh, see what God has in store. Um, you can email us at freshfireministriesonline at gmail.com, and someone will respond to you within 48 hours of receiving your email. Amen. Um, so we're excited. God has been doing great things, and we look forward to the greater. Amen. If there's nothing else uh, to claim our attention on tonight, um, you can also follow us on Periscope. We are back in Periscope land, um, stepping back out, amen, to do what it is that God would have us to do. You can follow us at Prophet underscore BK on Periscope. Amen. And uh, and uh, Prophet, we Prophet, we we. Prophet, now. Prophet. Yes, ma'am. Prophet, I do have something to say. My phone was on mute, and I was trying to jump in and say something. Is the man of God still on? Yes. Oh, um, I just want to thank him for the word that he brought. Um, and I, I know I, I've seen on the flyer where they called him um, Prophet, and um, I believe someone just called him Apostle. But I just wanted to say that I really appreciate the teaching anointing that is upon him. They're not 
very uh, many people who embrace that office. We hear of, of a lot of apostles and a lot of prophets today, but we don't hear people really walking around and truly embracing the office of the teacher, and that is one of the main offices that Jesus walked in. And so I really appreciate that anointing that is upon you, and as you continue to move forward in God, it's going to begin to increase, and the revelation that you have is going to continue to increase as well. The more and more you really just allow God to take you deeper into that office of the teacher, you know, we know that the apostles and prophets is a revelatory office, but that teaching anointing is what we need today to rightly divide the word of truth. And I thank God that he's raising up more people like yourself who possess that office to actually go out and teach people how to rightly divide the word of truth and really grab their um, their understanding. You know, a lot of people understanding is out of whack, but I truly thank God because I see that fire and that boldness and that courage resting upon you to really teach people how to break this thing down, but not just how to break it down, but how to walk this thing out, you know, and and, and then how to live on our system, you know, um, our culture. You know, we we have a, um, a culture that is out of whack. You know, a lot of people are not um, living in the kingdom culture, but I thank God for raising up a remnant that um, is walking in the anointing to really uh, empower people to embrace um, the kingdom culture, and that's that's what's re- that's what's actually resting upon you. And I I can appreciate it. So um, just embrace it, embrace that teaching anointed, and I'm telling you, it's going to begin to launch you further and further out in your in your career, in your ministry, just everything, even in your personal life. You're going to begin to see some things changing in your personal life, all because you went deeper into the anointing of the teacher, you know, and so I just wanted to thank you for the word and thank you for your time, for coming on here, and just allowing God to use you the way that he's been using you. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Receive. Amen. Amen. I thought I I I heard a priest coming out, Franklin. (laughs) I I was waiting on somebody to jump on the organ somewhere out there in in Chicago. I thought I was about to hear a tune-up. I I, I about to say, oh, oh, Jesus, wait a minute. We're about to start all over again. I, I I thought I heard the fire blazing. Did did did, did anybody else hear that, or was that just me? I, I thought I heard a fire blazing. I was about to hear, oh Lord, Lord. <laughs> I thought I heard it coming for real, for real. <laughs> you know, I got to mess with you just because I can, my mm-hmm. Savior. God is good. Is there anyone else that was on mute and and was stuck like Prophet Michelle that has any other words? You know, I got to mess with you. I have to. Um, bless the Lord. If not, I'm going to wait two more seconds. Yeah, Amen. Sarah, and I do follow a possible. I see a possible periscope. Now, who is that speaking? Did I interrupt someone? 
You sound far away. I can barely hear you. Can you speak up? Yeah, I said my name is Apostle and I do follow Kenny, Apostle Kenny on um, Periscope, and I was really blessed by the word tonight, and it really bear witness with me because I was actually discussing some of the things he said tonight with my daughter on yesterday, and it was just confirmation, and I just thank the Lord for his obedience as well and for him to just continue to go forth as he's been led to go forth by the Lord. And, and hello there. God bless you. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else? In, into one else? West Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee. Praise him. Victoria Fletcher, I ain't heard you at all, all night long. Yeah, I done called you out. I was blessed as I always, and just uh, I thank you for your obedience to the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord, Pastor Kenny. Yeah. See that? I done called her out, so she had no choice but to Out the spirit, Amen. But we we do praise God for all of you um, on tonight. We're going to turn um, the call back into the hands of the uh, great man of God uh, for last remarks. Um, as uh, we stated in the beginning, he does have um, an awesome conference coming up, so we're going to let him give his last words, uh, um, those announcements that he has, and then uh, pray us out. Amen? Amen. Again, thank you so much for this opportunity, my brother, and um, just thank God for you and the joy you have and you operate under. Um, You don't let anybody shake that, and and I love that about you, man. (laughs) My first you had me laughing, majority of the conversation. <laughs> so um, I thank God for that. Um, and and so nonetheless, I just thank everyone for your kind words and for speaking into my life. And, and like uh, Prophetess Michelle, I enjoyed you last week, by the way, um, as she shared, you know, that's my, my first work. Teaching, I love it. I love it. I love it. Before I even do anything else, I love to make sure – that people have an understanding. So I, I love teaching, um, and I received that tonight. And, again, thank each of you uh, for your prayers and for being receptive uh, to what the Lord was speaking through me tonight. Um, I do have a conference coming up in Austin, Texas, uh, March 23rd and 24th, right around the corner. Um, and uh, the information can be found. I actually put the website in the chat room area, uh, web ministries.com and uh, the conference is the Replenish Conference. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be awesome. The, uh, God has already shown and spoke so many things in regards to what is going to take place and uh, I really admonish and encourage if you're able to get down to Texas that during that time to make your way this way. 
Again, that's www.wetministries.com. And just to solicit your, I want to solicit your prayers as I step out into uh, this is a, a, a new church plant in Austin, Texas that I'm embarking upon being obedient to the Lord and 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 planning this ministry. Um, it's Hope Nation is the name of the church, as Prophet BK mentioned early in the broadcast. So I'll up as well, so that you can visit and and pray. Um, in regards to, you know, what the Lord is, is doing, and you'll hear more about us in the near future. Um, and uh, that's it. That's it. I don't want to – I can say follow me here, follow me there, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we'll just get to the point and pray. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't believe this is my last time. I'll be around uh, enjoying and listening, especially to uh, Prophet BK. Um, but thank you again, and I just – uh, if all minds are clear, um, I'm going to go ahead. Yes, sir. Okay, awesome. Uh, so, God, we just thank you right now uh, for meeting us here, God. We came with the expectation to receive from you and to hear what you were wanting us to hear, God. And we take uh, – we don't take this opportunity lightly, God, but we take the challenge. We take um, – we we act in obedience to what you what you said tonight, and we uh, apply it to our lives, Father God. We don't take it for granted, God, uh, but we take it as a serious matter, God. And we go back to the heart of worship. We seek you, Father God, in all our ways. We acknowledge you, God, and we know that you'll give us our heart's desires in response because because you said me your word. I pray that you touch every person that came on the broadcast, um, every person that is still present, Father God. And I just pray that you just uh, just minister to them even through the night. God, let them have visions and dreams, God, even as they sleep through the night. Let them sleep well, Father God, to awaken in the morning to your new mercies with vision, God, and purpose, Lord, and that you would just stir up the gifts within them, Father God, that they would go out and be uh, obedient to doing what it is that you've given them to do. God, I thank you for the favor that will be released in our lives as we act in obedience to you. We thank you for the doors that will be open because we're operating in obedience to you. God, we just give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.